Sukkah Daf Lamed Beis two lines from the bottom of Lamed Aleph and Beis Nikdam Roishai. As we saw in our Mishnah, that if the tops of the lulav are clipped off, and Rashi said that it's a chesaron, that it's not harder. And the Mishnah on Daf Chav Tesson Beis we said that Nikdam Roishai the din is that the lulav would be possible. Now from Rashi Daf Chav Tesson Beis and Taisus also seems that that's Pshat and Rashi that Nikdam Roishai is talking that most of the leaves of the lulav were clipped at the top, and therefore they were cut a little bit at the top, and that's the psal that it's not harder. Taisus over there actually says that we're talking about the two top leaves that come out of the Shedra, and those two leaves were clipped, ayin and taizuchav tesam beis. But in any case, Agamar starts as follows. Amr Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, the only time we said it's puzzle is only if they were clipped. But if most of the leaves were only split open, then it would be still kasha, as Rashi says over here, that the tops of the leaves were split. So the Gemara continues, you're telling me that when split is kasha, and this price brings down many things that would pass a lulav. The first thing is lulav kafav. That if you have a lulav that was bent like a fishhook, Rashi says, and a daima to ishgaban to a person who is hunched over like a hunchback, vahazokin or an older person, shereshein shachin, their heads are bent down and stooped, vikfufalamata, and they're bent over towards the ground. And we continue in Daflam and Bezam and Aleph, covets off the lulav, it has thorns coming out of the shedra, out of its spine, as Rashi says, shiyaitzim b'shedra shlai oksin kamin kaitzin. The third thing that the Bryce says is saduk, if you have leaves that are Split and this case seems to be exactly where Avuna was talking about before. Where he said Avonistak is kosher, and over here in this price, we're going to say that when it's Sadok, it's split leaves, the din is that's possible. So that's going to be the question on Ravuna. And then the last case of the price is Akum Magal, or if the lulav is bent like a sickle. So over here, the entire lulav is bent. Mashenkin, when we were talking on Amin Aleph at the bottom of the first case of the price, it was Kafuf that was bent over there, it was bent over just at the tips itself. And the price says all these cases, the din is that the lulav would be possible. And the Brisa continues with another case, Charis is puzzle. Also, if a lulav is Charis, then it's puzzle. But Daimal of Charis Kasha, if it's similar to Charis, then it's Kasha. What is Charis? So Rashi explains Charis is Kasha Shinasa Charis, that you have a lulav that becomes hard. Shekain Derech Lulav, because the Derech of Lulav is, Alav Daishim Bimaisek Sham, the leaves fall off during the winter months. Vashedu Miskasha Vinasa Aids. And then the spine of the lulav becomes hard and it becomes like a regular stick. And Daimal of Charis, Rashi says, Hischel is Kashas, it started becoming hard. But it still didn't become completely hard, that would be kosher. So, once again, the Gemara's question is that Rapuna said on Daflam and Alpham Bays that if Nistak, that if you have a lulav where the leaves are split, then it would be kosher. And over here we said Sadak is puzzle. Rapapa says that our case of the Bryce is different than the case that Rapuna was talking about. Rapuna was talking about you actually split the leaves and that is going to be kosher. However, what we're talking about over here is that it was made like a fork. Rashi points out that the siphon used to have some sort of metal fork, which has points at the end coming from two sides and therefore the leaves are split off of the shedra to two different sides and since they're completely split that would be puzzle that's not considered harder and the Gemara continues Akum we said that if you have a lulav that's bent like a stick the din is that's puzzle so the Gemara Rav, Rav explains we only said this din only if it bends forward then the din is it's puzzle but if it bends backwards then it's going towards the shedra this is actually the standard form and the natural form and therefore that would be kosher and the Gemara continues, Amram Nachman, Amram Nachman says, let's start and kill the fun of dummy, that if it actually goes towards the side, so it's bent over, and it's going towards the side, that's almost like it's bending towards the front, and therefore it's possible. For Amram, some say, where Nachman says, kill the dummy, that if it's bent towards the side, it's like it's going backwards, and therefore it'd be kosher, and that's a normal derech of a lulav, and therefore it's kosher. But Amram, Amram says, hi lulav, if you have a lulav, where all of its leaves are only on one side of the shedra, and there are no leaves 
coming out from the other side of Shadra. That is a lulav that's a Balmum, and the din is that such a lulav would be puzzle. And we continue with the Gemara. The Mishnah say, Nifritu alums, the leaves of a lulav are torn off, and then you put them back onto lulav by tying them onto the actual Shadra, and now it looks like a broom, as Rashi says. Lav hadu, that's not considered hadu. And the Mishnah continued and said, Nifritu alums, if the leaves were separated, but they were still attached to the Shadra, then it didn't, it was that they were kosha. However, Behud over there said, but you have to tie them towards the top in order that it should look like a regular lulav. And Agamar starts, Amar Papa, Nifetzu When we said in the Mishnah that Nifetzu, that they were separated, that means that they were made like a broom, which means they were ripped off of the actual Shedra, and then when they were put up back by tying them together on the Shedra. However, Nifetzu, when it was said in the Mishnah that they were separated, they were just separated from it, but they weren't torn off of the Shedra. And the Gemara continues with another Shiloh, be if the tiyamis of the lulu split. Now let's think about what the tiyamis is. Now if we think about a lulu and we start at the bottom, we know that the bottom is a very thick piece, which is the spine of the lulu, and that continues going up. As you go up, leaves from the lulu start shooting out from the sides, and at some point the leaves stop shooting out from the sides, and now that middle piece continues up all the way to the top, and that becomes its center leaf, and that's a double leaf, and that's why it's called tiyamis, like the lusha of tiyumim, like the lusha of twins. So if that leaf, the middle leaf splits down from the top and it continues being split all the way until it gets to the point where the leaves start coming out from the actual shedra. That's the shayla. Papa will be din. So tashma, the Amra Bechra Amra Bishuma lady, Nitla Tiyam is puzzle. That if you actually take off the middle leaf, then the din is that that would be puzzle. My love, it would be mashba hua din It doesn't make the difference if it was actually removed completely or if it was split open, the din would be that's puzzle. On that, the answer is that's not raya. Loi, Nitla Shiny. Over there, when you're taking off, of course, that would be different because it's chasa. Masha'enkin, if the tiyamis is there, just that split open, maybe that would not be absolved. Ikidami, others say, Amr Becham, Amr Shum, Malabi, Nechukat tiyamis, Nasa Kamishin, La tiyamis, Upasol, that if the tiyamis actually splits open, then it's mamish like you actually removed the tiyamis and it didn't really be possible. And the Gemara continues, Nifrdu Allah, we said in the Mishnah, that if the actual leaves separated but they're not detached from the shed, then it didn't would be, according to the common, it's kosher. And the Mishnah continues and said, Rabbi Huda, Imeh, Ya Denim, Milo, that even though that you it's kasha, but you have to actually go and bind them at the top of the lulub in order that it should look like a regular lulub. Now, let's not get this confused with the other dinner that we know from Yehuda. Yehuda says lulub tzarek agad. That means that you have to take all of the different minim of the lulub, lulub hadasim and arabas, and tie them together in one bundle. This is just saying that a lulub itself at the top has to be tied in order to make sure that it looks like one item and it's not spread apart. So the Gemara says, Tani will enterprise Yehuda Mishim Rab Tafin at the Pasuk in describing all the above minim it says referring to the Esrig and then it says Kapais tomorrow referring to the Lulav so Rabbi Yehuda says in Dashin's Kapais tomorrow we learn out Kapais it has to be bound together and that's the Makarta Rabbi Yehuda says that even though it was Nifru Alav that you have to actually tie them together as the Gemara says that if the leaves of the Lulav become separated and become pulled apart then the din is you have to bind them together and that's what Rabbi Yehuda says in Amishnah that Yagdenu Mamaylo now the Gemara continues Amalei Ravina Ravashi Ravina says to Ravashi, we might have kapis tomorrow to love who? How do you know when the Torah says that you have to have a kapis tomorrow? And we know that it definitely comes from the palm tree because a date tree, of course, is a palm tree. So that's for sure that's one of the items that grows on a palm tree. Uh, but how do you know this mamish, the louvre that we take nowadays? Maybe we're talking about the item called the charusa. And Rashi explains what's a charusa. You have the branch of the palm tree. When it becomes hard for two or three years, and then other love and grow from it. Shinashu alayim that their alim, their leaves.
is actually fall off. And they also become hard. And they become like a stick. Each one goes off of this main branch. Just like the branches of a regular tree. So the Gemara answered, that you can't say that that's what we're referring to because you need something that you could tie together and bind them together that they should look like one item. And over here, since they're hard, there's no way to actually bend them together. And the Gemara once again asks, maybe when the Torah says you have to have a kapas tomorrow, maybe it's referring to the ufta, which is basically a regular log from the trunk of the palm tree. And that for sure is something which is always one item and never goes and bends apart from each other and never separates. And therefore, of course, you could use this because you won't have this problem, like we said before, that's something that's too hard to push together. And that the Gemara says, the fact that it says it's kapas tomorrow, and therefore we learn out, kafos, it has to be something that you can go and tie together. It must be that it has a potential that it can separate, and then you have to go and tie them together. But for high but a log is, of course, always tied up together. It never separates. It's not a metzias to be able to separate. The Gemara once again is for a kufra. Maybe it's referring to part of the palm tree called the kufra. And Rash says, It's like a stick, like the kharusa that we said before. But it is only a year or two old. And therefore, its branch did not become hard. And since these branches are still softer, therefore you could take them and you could push them against its spine and then you could tie them together. So this would still be possible to be kafas. So Abayah explains it says in the Pasuk that the ways of HaKadosh Baruch or the ways of the Torah are always sweet and they're peaceful. And like Rav says, and these types of items are made like thorns. When we hold them, you'll get caught and you'll be scratched and therefore that can't be what the Torah is teaching us. So Amalei Ravatei's father, Ravina Ravatei's father says to Ravina, maybe when the Torah teaches us kapis tomorrow, it's not actually referring to any of these branches or any of these sticks. What we're referring to is actually a product of the date tree, which is of course a cluster of dates. And it's telling us to take two clusters of dates as our items together with the Abaminim. On that, Gemara says, kapasksiv, since it's written chasa, so therefore it sounds like we're referring to only one cluster. So the Gemara says, maybe we say take one cluster of dates and that should be enough and that should be what we're talking about with this min. The Gemara says, if it would be talking about a cluster of dates, then we would call it a kaf, and by the fact that it says kapas, so therefore it's not referring to dates, it must be referring to some sort of a branch, and as Rash says, it must be telling you that if it's separated, then it's something that can be bent together and tied together. And this lotion of the Torah only could be describing the leaves of a luv, as we know, which is our luv that has branches and has leaves on it. And the Gemara continues, we said in the Mishnah, Sinehar Basil Kshira, that if you have a lulav that grew in a place called the Iron Mountain, that would be kosher. And Rashi says, that the lulav the lulav that grow there, ha'alun muatim, that they have very few leaves, b'shedra, that come out of the actual shedra, out of the spinal lulav, muachakim zelam ailem zem habe, and they're much further apart from each other than our standard lulav. The oid, in addition, shektanim hen la'orkan, that each leaf is very short and not very long, upam she'imagir, roishi shal'alazeh, and there are times that the top of one leaf doesn't even reach to the bottom of the next leaf that's on top of it. So the Gemara starts, Omar Abayi says, the only time we said that it's kosher, only if the entire lulav, you have the top of each leaf that gets to the bottom, at least to the bottom of each of the next leaf, and therefore the entire lulav would be covered with leaves. But if you don't have that every single leaf, the top of the leaf could get and reaches to the bottom of the next leaf that's above it, then it would be possible
because then the lulav will not be covered by the leaves. We also learned through the Bryce simile, Tzina Arbazel Psula, that we have a Bryce that teaches us that such lulav that grow in the Iron Mountain, they're actually puzzle. In fact, our Mishnah stated that Tzina Arbazel Kasha, El it must be like a bite. That sometimes Tzina Arbazel could be Kasha if the leaves are large enough, if the leaves were shorter, then the dinner would be that puzzle as we just explained. And the Gemara continues on Lamed Bez on Bez, the and some bring this as a stira, but the same point comes out. Tanam, we learned Tanam, Mishnah Tzina Arbazel Kasha, but Tani, we have a Bryce that says that Tzina Arbazel is Psula, so Lachar is a stira between the Mishnah and the Bryce. On that, Amabaya Abaya came to explain the Bryce and the Mishnah and said, Loikasha is not Shveh, Kan Shereshul Zeh, Magil Tzad Ikrishul Zeh, then it would be Kasha, Kan Shereshul Zeh, Magil Tzad Ikrishul Zeh, then it would be Kasha, Kan Shereshul Zeh, then it would be Puzzle. So if the top of each leaf reaches to the next leaf, then the din is Kasha. If the top of the prior leaf doesn't reach the next leaf, then the din would be that puzzle as we explained on Amadal. And the Gemara continues, Amr Mary and Amr Rabbi Shum Malavi. Mary and said the name of Rabbi Shum Malavi. And some say, Tani Rabbi Mary, Mishum Rabbi Yechem and Zakai. The Rabbi Mary actually said this over in Rabbi Yechem and Zakai's name. There are actually two palm trees that are actually in a place called Geben Hinnom, which is near Yishlaim. And smoke comes from between those two palm trees. And that's what we refer to in our mission when we spoke about Sinai Basil, that they are Lulavim, that grow in this iron mountain that the din is that cheers vizu epistle shol gehenim and this is the actually opening of gehenim and this is what we're referring to when we were talking about these lulavim in Amishta. and the Gemara continues lulav sheish b'shleishet fachim Amishta stated that the share of a lulav is that it has to have three tfachim kedel and aneibay so Rabbi Yudah Rabbi Yudah Mishmuel says share hadas v'rovas shleisha the share of hadasim and rovas is three tfachim v'lulav abba and a lulav needs four tfachim kedei she lulav yitzim and hadas tefach in order that lulav should go above the hadasim by a tefach and the Rishonim explained that let's say you have Hadassim now four Tvachim then a Lulav would be five Tvachim but the smallest shear is that if a Hadass is three Tvachim which is the proper shear then a Lulav would have to be another Tvachim above that and it would have to be four Tvachim however Rapanach Rabbechon Rapanach says the name Rabbechon Shedril Shalulav Tzarech Sheetzim and Hadass Tvach that the actual spinal Lulav has to be above the Hadassim by a Tvach and therefore what's the difference between the first sheet of Rabbi Huda Meshmuel and the sheet of Rapanach and the name Rabbechon Rabbi Huda Meshmuel holds that the leaves of the Lulav have to be four Tvachim but let's say the shedra is only three tefachim and it's exactly the same as the hadas, but the leaves of the lulav actually go up another tefach and it goes up to four tefachim. According to a shmuel, that would be fine. According to a panach and imrabechon, it's not going to be enough that the leaves of the lulav is over the hadasim by a tefach. The actual shedra of the lulav has to be four tefachim and then the leaves would be above that. And therefore, of course, that would be a larger shear. The Gemara starts off by asking a question on both of these sheets. Now we learned on Mishnah, lulav sheish begimel tefach b'tein It's mashma from Mishnah. That the share of a lulav at the minimum share is to be tvachim. On that, the Gemara answers: Emo kedelan anayabai kasha. That in a chenami, it doesn't mean that it has only three tvachim. It means it has to have three tvachim. That it has to be exactly the same share as adas, and plus it has to have enough above that, which is a tefach, in order to be able to do the nanuim. Then it will be kasha. According to Shmuel, that would mean that the leave has to be a tefach higher. According to a padach and imrabechlan, has to be that the spine would be a tefach higher, and the leaves would be even above that. Makedisle or makedisle as we. Explain Toshma another Shiloh Shir Hadas Varavas Shleisha Vluvabah that the Shir of the Hadasim and Ravas is three Tvachim, but the Lulav which Mashma including the leaves of the Lulav would be a total of four Tvachim. So Lacharit is against Rabbi Yechon. My lab Bahad Alan would seem that's together with the leaves, and Lacharit would be a riot to Shmuel against Rabbi Yechon. On that, the Gemara answers Loi is not a riot. Levad Alan. What it means when it says Vluvabah, it means the actual Shedra would be four Tvachim, but the actual leaves would be higher than that. Gufo we learned Shir Hadas Varavas Shleisha the. Shir of Hadassah and Rabbis is three 
and the Luv would be four Tvachim or Tafraima, the Amma Bas Chamisha Tvachim, and right now the Habamina Gemara is that he's telling us that the Shia of Habdas and Arava should be five Tvachim. So Amrava, Rav says, Sharlay Marla Tafin, Hakaj Baruch should be Michael Tafin, because Hashta Ove Shloishalay Meshkachidan, we can't find Hadassim that are kosher with three Tvachim, Bas Chamisha, and by all of a sudden he's going to tell us we need to find Hadassim of five Tvachim, a kosher in five Tvachim, we're not going to find such Hadassim. So Rava couldn't understand the Shita of Rav Tafin, but Kiyosu Rav Dimi Amar, Rav Dimi came from Eretzol, he explained and he said, Enechinami Rav Tafin meant is that the Hadassim and Aravis only have to be three Tvachim, but the way we measure them is different than with standard measurement. We go and take an Amar Bashish Tvachim, Asar Isar Bashamisha, we take a standard Amar, which is like a measuring stick, that was six Tvach, and we divide it into five equal parts, same in Shlosh Hadas, and then we take out of that three Tvachim for Hadas, which would be more than the standard three Tvachim if we would use a Shisha Tvachim measuring stick, and therefore, that's what he meant to say, that a machmer a little bit more than the Tanakhaba, and then take another tefach and say that would be for the Luv, again, the Luv would be a little bit larger. So, Kamal Havlu, according to Reptafin, then how large are Hadassim and Rabbis? It would come out, it would actually come out to three tefachim and three fifths, so it's a drop bigger. So, now I'm going to ask you a question, Shmuel and Shmuel, because over here, we just said that Shmuel said that the Shir of Hadassim and Aravis is three Tvachim. And then, Vahasim Amram Huna Mashmuel, and we know if Huna says the name Mashmuel, Halacha Kaptafin, Halacha follows our Kaptafin, and according to Kaptafin, it's actually three Tvachim plus three fifths of the Tvach. Lachar, it's much larger, or at least a little bit larger. And that's what it says, Loy Dak, Enechanam, when Shmuel said that the Shir of Hadassim and Aravis are three Tvachim, he just meant to say that they're close to three Tvachim. And that's what it says, Amin Loy Dak Lachumra. When do we say such a concept that he could say that he's not going to be precise? Is only if by saying halacha, it's actually going to come out of Chumrah. But Lakula, mi amin loidok, how can you tell me that Shmuel saying that the shear of Hadassim Rabbis has three tvachim, and really the shear is three and three fifths? It'll come out of great cooler because people are going to think that the dinners that you could use in Hadas and Arabis were three tvachim, and really they're not going to be yitzah because it's not the precise shear. It has to be three and three fifths. On that, Gemara says, Ki when Robin came from Eretzol, he explained, Amin bas chamisha tvachim, shisha, that according to Rabtafin, we actually did exactly the opposite. We took a measuring stick, which was an amal, which was five tvachim, and we actually split that into six parts, and therefore, at same and shlosh lahadas, now we're going to take three of those parts and use them as a shear for hadasim and rabbis, and then we'll take one more tefach for a lulav, and that's going to be a shear that we're referring to. Now, clearly, according to this, when you have a six tefach measuring stick, and you actually take three, then you're taking half of that measuring stick, and therefore, if you started off with an amal bas chamisha tvachim, then when you were saying that you have now three tvachim of a six tefach measuring stick, then really it comes out to two and a half tvachim on the Amr Bas Chamisha tvachim. And therefore the Gemara says, Kama Havlu Treyapago, what does it really come out to? It really comes out to two and a half tefach, safe, safe, kasha Shmuel on Shmuel. But Lemaisa would come out with a stira from Shmuel on Shmuel, because Shmuel says over here that the din is that you need three tvachim. And then Shmuel also says that the Allah follows Rab Tafin, which comes out that it's only two and a half tefach. On that Gemara says, Loy Dok, Vahayna Luchum Loy Dok, Enechanami, according to this, Shmuel was actually not going to be precise, but this is actually going to come out Luchumra because Shmuel said they need to be Tvachim. So the worst case scenario, someone's going to say, I'm going to take a, a Rabbis and Hadassim, which are three Tvachim, and that is actually Luchumra because really you could be Yitzah even with two and a half Tvachim, as we just explained, the Rav Huna Mashmuel, Halach Rav Tafin, because Rav Huna said the name of Shmuel, that Halach really follows Rav Tafin, and all you need is two and a half Tvachim, and therefore by saying that you could use a Rabbis and Hadassim, which are three Tvachim, that is actually a Chumra, and that is not a problem of not being dark. 
not being precise. And then, no matter how we're going to learn this, we're going to add another tefach for the lulav, and we will stop over here.